Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week we're looking at the Lord's Prayer and how it relates to the Ecclesia. Jesus said in Matthew 16, on this rock, I will build my church. In, in the Greek, that word is ecclesia. And if you would, the, the best interpretation of that word ecclesia, uh, I think, is culture builders. Culture builders. Because ecclesia, when Jesus used it, and we've talked about this before, but our English word church didn't come from ecclesia. I always thought it did. Because every time in the Bible that the word ecclesia is used, it's translated church. So I thought that matched. But no, uh, there's an entirely Greek word, different Greek word for the word church. And uh, that made me begin to wonder, well, why was it translated differently? Uh, so, but when I began to study on ecclesia and saw that when Jesus was speaking, the, the overwhelmingly uh, under, overwhelming understanding of Ecclesia was it was the name of the uh, legislative body for the Greek city-states. See, like in our country, uh, we call our legislative body in Washington, the federal government, we call it Congress. If you would, Congress and Ecclesia are very similar. It basically has the same meaning uh, because Congress, when Congress is in session, <laughs> if you would. It is an assembly of the ones called out. They won their elections. They were selected to be a part of Congress. And they're there for the purpose of making the laws of our land. They, if you would, they determine our culture. They determine our culture. If you would, that's probably one of the best analogies. Congress, Ecclesia, pretty much the same thing. Now, with this, uh, that doesn't mean that the church, you know, it, it, civilly is supposed to have an entirely different body. We're not, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, example of the uh, Holy Roman Empire is not the, the biblical uh, basis for things. That's not the way things are supposed to be. But the concept of Jesus saying, I have people who are going to influence culture with my culture. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Now with that, that should mean there are those of us in Congress. There, that should mean that there are those of us in the state legislature. It should mean there are those of us in local government because if you are going to have an influence on the culture, then you need to be in those places. Now, that's not everyone's purpose. We've talked about purpose. You know, 1 Corinthians 15 talks about the glory of the sun and the moon and so forth. As the sun fulfills its purpose, it gives God glory. 
if you're not doing what God assigns you to do, then you're not giving him glory. See, if, if God hasn't called you to, to go into civil government, but you choose to go, well, you're in rebellion. You're in rebellion because you're not fulfilling your purpose. We need to fulfill our purpose. But there are those that it is the plan of God for them to be there. And in all honesty, it would really be God's plan for everybody that's in civil government to be submitted to him. That would be his plan for everybody to be submitted to him. Because as a matter of fact, Romans 13, 1, he calls all of them his ministers. So do you think he would want a minister that was not submitted to him? <laughs> no, he doesn't. And so there's dynamics with that. But again, we're not talking about a militaristic or a control type of thing. We are in a diplomatic mission. And so with this, that's how we function. Let's read Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. It says, In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done in heaven as it is in earth. So he says that the will of God is to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, as the ecclesia, how do we implement his will? How do we implement it? Because again, again, what we talked about just a few moments ago, that we are submitted to him, we're fulfilling his purpose, therefore we can give him glory. Until Jesus comes back uh, and establishes his kingdom, there are going to be people who love God and there are going to be people who don't. Now, the thing of it is, how do we implement his will on earth as it is in heaven while there are people who don't love God and don't want God, don't want his rule? Well, by design, and I won't take time to break this down too far, but God in Genesis chapter 1 when he said, let us make man, 126, make him in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. That passage right there, Genesis 1.26, if you would, is when God established self-government. Self-government is God's basis for all forms of government. Self-government is the... Is, is the, is the foundation. It is the building block of all other types of government. It's, it's the foundation of family government. It's the foundation of civil government. It is the foundation of church government. And, and to illustrate that, if self-government is ineffective, inefficient, <laughs> uh, if it is... Uh, disorganized, if it is dysfunctional, if self-government is dysfunctional, 
then it will mess up family government. If, if you have someone that has no self-government or, or they, they lack self-government in a number of areas in their own personal life and then they get married to someone and they bring that dysfunction into the relationship, then that family government is going to experience dysfunction. It will experience that mess. Why? Because self-government is the foundation of all governments. If you would, if talking about civil government, if people, if the people of a nation are dysfunctional in their self-government, and if you'd like an example of that, just watch the news this evening. Uh, there, there's our, the people of our country, uh, because of a number of dynamics, the lack of self-government individually is increasing in our nation. People have no control over themselves. They don't have the ability to manage themselves. They don't have the ability to manage their emotions. They don't have the ability to manage their mouth. They don't have the ability to manage their actions. And it's just like, accept it that that's the way it should be. That, oh, not having any self-government is normal. Uh, no, no, God established self-government. But you see, the problem is, not in the people not having self-government causes civil government to be a mess. It causes civil government to be a mess. Because the thing of it is, government is downstream of culture. You know, I, I'm a, this might be a little crude, <laughs> but... You see, the thing of it is, I, I grew up in the country. I grew up on the farm. We had, a, uh, we had a creek that went through our property. And, and it was a decent creek. I mean, you know, it, uh, even in droughts, it always had water. Uh, I never, ever remember. It, it would get low, but it never stopped running. And, but here's the thing. Uh, there were times that neighbors upstream had cattle and there were times there weren't any cattle upstream of us well I can remember as a kid see I would play in the creek I'd drink the you know if I got hot and thirsty in the summer I'd drink the creek water but I can still remember basically the first time that there were cows upstream of us and I can remember my dad telling me, don't you drink that water. <laughs> you know, why? Because there was something upstream that would be in that water. You see, the thing of it is, self-government, culture, is upstream of civil government. If the culture is lacking self-control, the civil government will lack self-control. If, if self-government is self-centered, 
then civil government will be self-centered. See, the bottom line is self-government is the basis and the foundation for every form of government. And so the way we implement the will of God into the culture is we do have to focus on the individual. It does begin with people coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus. But it also has to do with impacting individuals on a level regarding function, his will being done on earth even as it is in heaven, that this is the way things are to be. Our, um, that's ultimately what all laws are. All laws are about somebody's will being implemented. Let me say that again. All laws are about someone's will being implemented. Now the question is, is that law implementing the will of God or is it implementing someone else's will? It could be implementing the devil's will. It could be implementing uh, a particular individual's will or a particular group's will. But all laws are implementing someone's will. And we might as well just understand that. And, And with that, those laws then govern everybody. And so the way we implement the will of God, yes, it does start with affecting self-government. But then we have to impact the rules that impact the individuals. God bless you. Join us again. You've been listening to Ecclesia Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.